0: guys, welcome back to Ray Vimara Podcast. On today's podcast, I'll be talking to you guys about cohabitation. Coming from somebody who has been at the end of both sides, I have cohabited with a partner before. I have also been in a relationship where we lived apart yeah so i have a lot of insights and i know that on social media several persons have different opinions but if you haven't really experienced it i feel like it could be that we are lying to you so yeah stay tuned welcome back to the show i remain your host maranatha Abuto. i don't know how much i can say this enough you need to subscribe to my youtube if you are only listening to the audio version yes thank you i appreciate you but please subscribe to my youtube so that um we can take this thing this movement this thing we are trying to do to the permanent site so yes i said earlier we're talking about cohabitation and cohabitation simply means when you're moving with your partner and you guys start living together This can happen in several forms. It could be that one of the partners already have a larger space and you think that it is financially wise to move with your partner. Yeah, it seems like a very logical thing to do, which is like practical. If at the end of the day, one of the partners is going to end up living at the other partner's house, then it means that the other apartment is being serviced for free. As nobody is living there and you still have to pay your bills for the rent. So it makes sense right now hmm, i'm going to give you the pros meaning reasons why you should leave or cohabit with your partner before marriage and then talk about the cons later on pro first one i have told you it is practical it is logical when you're moving it seems like you're living in for you're moving in for the greater good right second reason is that you get to do your chores um by division meaning since you're not living together one of you, you guys need to figure out, okay, both of you are working, right? So one of you has to do the cooking, one has to do the cleaning, one has to take care of food, one, so you guys will figure out a way to share these views um, without, you know, without it feeling like, okay, one person is always living in another person's house, meaning one person going to be always bearing the financial responsibility. So that's pro number two. Pro number three, when you move in together, you get to figure out some things about this person that staying apart may never make you see. I know that um, we like to say that um, people who get married from their family houses, they still end up having the best of marriages. Yes, I am not disputing that, but I'll tell you this for free. Again, when you live with your partner, it makes you see a side of them that your 30 minutes every day, your one hour evening walks every day will never make you see. Like I said, I have lived with a partner and no matter what you say, sometimes we, you fight with your partner, especially when you're cohabiting and one of you would say something such as, oh, I've never been this kind of person or this person, I've been with so and so number of people in the past and none of them have ever complained about this certain thing they are doing. And again, this is for free. When you live with somebody, you would see a side of them that nobody else has been able to see, including their family members. And the reason is because... Now, when you live with your family members, I think that my family members know me to a certain extent. They know that, okay, Maranatha can do these certain things and there are things that Maranatha may never do. But I feel like there is also a part of me that my family members may not have been Privilege to have seen and this is because I went to a boarding house. I came back from a boarding house and I went to school and Going to school meant that I lived alone all through my four years of university Um, I came back and shortly after that, I got my apartment You know, I went to stay with somebody we shared the bills and after a year I got my own apartment and I've been living on my own ever since so again my siblings know that I am, I have small OCD, like very, very small OCD. I know back in the day, anytime I'm coming back on holidays, I, my siblings don't usually like me. <laughs> because my mom would say, oh, take the calendars down. I hated hanging nonsense on the walls, like wall clocks, um, calendars. Excuse you! Everybody, the house have a phone. We have a mobile phone. You don't know what today's date is. All of you are going to school, so you have to know what the date is. It just—I don't like those. And the idea that you stay, you finish eating, you leave a plate there in that same position—it was a problem for me. So anytime I was coming home, family members knew that they couldn't do these things around me. Or you come back from wherever you come back from, and you hang your pile of clothing on the chair or you stack them on the bed, I don't like that. You're going out, you leave your bed unmade. It usually makes me feel, wait, but it's a human being that's living here now. Are you a pig? That kind of thing. So my siblings know that about me. Now, you get with a partner who knows that I have to do this thing. I have to do my dishes. I have to do my laundry. I have to put my clothes well. But they don't know that um, you doing it in that instance is different from, oh, but I can always get around to it. Which was something that I think that I and the partner that I cohabited with had an issue with at the beginning. Because I am this person that I'm always instant, instant, instant. Um, I want this thing done and I want to be done now. My partner is not like that. He wasn't like that. He would say, oh, yeah, but I'll get around into doing this thing later. It doesn't matter whether I do it now or I do it later. I am tired. I want to relax. I want to do this thing later. Which was a problem for me because I figured, um, if you come back from somewhere and you're taking off your clothing, why not put this in the laundry basket or put it where you're supposed to put it? So, um, that you can find out in your partner. And, you know, I don't know how, um, your compromising level is, but for me, it was really weird. But um also, in the idea of sharing chores, it's always going to feel like one person is doing more than the other. And I, I don't say this lightly because um people are going to come and say, oh, it's feminism, feminism talk. No, it's not. Now, if people cohabit together, apart from the fact that I'm going to live, I feel like the most con is that you, the most pro rather, is that you are going to know yourselves better and you're going to understand what living together long term that means in marriage is going to feel like. So it's either going to be, Oh, well, I know who this person is now, I know that I can take this bullshit from them. I know that I can not take this from them. And it makes you sort of have come arrive at a decision faster. Meaning, um, when you have lived with them and you've seen certain acts that they do that you cannot cope with then absolutely it's not going to work. Right? I've also cohabited with a person for a month, no for three months, um a a, a lot while back and we cohabited well actually. And it was basically because we both had a form of O C D which at some point it began to feel like oh well this was it was it was a norm because he would um Ensure that he cleaned his house every weekend. I was the one living with him, right? So he ensured that he cleaned his house every weekend. He did his laundry. Um. So when we both go to work and come back, everywhere is clean. So what you're figuring out is, what are we going to eat? And he's somebody who also um, knows his way around the kitchen. So he didn't feel like one of us was dragging the other along. And what I mean is, he didn't feel like, oh, I left him to do all the chores because I was living in his house. I didn't feel like he let me do all the chores because I am a woman. Do you understand what I mean? So the, I feel like the most pro for cohabiting with your partner is to find out certain traits that people who his friends with or being in long distance relationship or not cohabiting relationship may not um provide for you. Because trust me, when you live with a person, you see a side of them that even they may not actually have been privy to not because they are hiding it, but because they were never aware that it's a problem. Do you get what I mean? Some of those things may be flimsy, like, oh, how he sleeps, how he snores, how he eats, um, how he scratches his feet on the floor, all of those. Some of them are very, very flimsy, but important things such as, oh, does this person actually know what hygiene is? Does he clean the kitchen? Does he take care of the bathroom? Um, how often does he wash his boxers, his inner wears, his his towels, um, and all of those? How does he relate with other people, his neighbors, his friends? So when you live with this person, you can see everything for yourself, not just oh, you know, when when you meet at the initial stage of a relationship, it's always oh, what do you like? What do you do? How do you like these things? It's usually words of mouth. Uh-huh. I can tell you, oh, I don't like this, oh, I like this, and you know, we take each other's words for it and hope and pray to God that what they are telling us is the truth. But when you do live with this person, it's now action. Okay, I thought you said you like you are you are, you are a clean person, but why are you wearing the same stockings for two weeks? Do you get know what I mean? Oh, I thought you said you're a clean person. Why is your bathroom floor always dirty? So these are things that you know. Um, cohabiting would make you see firsthand. I feel just calling and say, uh, I come to your house and you sharply rush, clean up and do all, all of these things. So, yeah, the most pro for cohabiting is what? Knowing your partner and it being logical because one person is always going to end up in the house of the other person. So, why not just live together, share chores, and share the financial responsibility? Now, Horns of living together. Hey, mind you, these are my experiences, and also um I've heard from a couple of persons, and these things were also true for them. Um, now when we say shared re- responsibility, um, in terms of financial, um, when you live together with a person, one person is always going to be bearing more of the financial responsibility. Um. Now it's not an issue of whether it's the woman or is the man but yes it is true one person is always going to be bearing more of the financial responsibility and this is because um, if both of you are maybe one person is working one isn't working that's already a one zero meaning one the one that is working is going to be catering for both persons which again if you think about it whether you are cohabiting or not cohabiting In a way, you're still going to be sending money to this other person, right? Now, the other thing is, if one person believes that it is a sole responsibility, and this is now coming from the woman's angle, if she believes that it is the sole responsibility of the man to take care of her financial bills, and the man doesn't think that, it's going to be a problem. But also, this also means that it's a good thing, because if you are not a person who believes that, as a husband or as a partner, you are supposed to solely bear the financial responsibility then. It's a good thing because now you know um, this is not the kind of person that you want to get married to, right? Now, in terms of whether or not it's a good thing when you think about, oh, will he help us get married easily? I don't think it's a pro. And this is because um, when you live with a person, it becomes comfortable. It becomes really um, like, okay, if I am getting, if this is how I am envisioning that when we get married, this is how we're going to live, then why change it? Why make that commitment to change it to become married? marriage? So, and it's always going to be um, the woman that is at the end of that because when we live together with a man, you are always thinking. But oh, like we already doing everything that married people are doing, or we we already live as though we are married. So what exactly stopping you guys from getting married? You feel like it's supposed to be like an easy transition, but for the man, it's not like that. It is like it is always oh we have a good thing going. So why change that? Why touch something that is already stable? why so in terms of commitment moving past that i feel like cohabitation is is a one zero for women because the the, the man is literally in a place where he's already getting everything he wants and you now take in for instance to get pregnant so everything is settled the only thing that isn't happening there is that you are not legally married to this person which means that for eventual, this person dies you have a child you live together You've shared um, um, what's it called? You've put your income together. <laughs> You've done all of those things. Joint account, blah blah blah. The man ends up dead. No, I'm sorry to you. That you're mourning everything you have, you think your children, mm-hmm. everything have gone. And the worst part is, if you are now married to one of these men that their family members are just stupid they will leave you and your children to rot. support you would not get. your entire income is with this in, in this man's account everything is gone they'll swallow everything and you're back to square one so i feel like when you cohabit yes it is good to cohabit especially when you're looking to see if you can if this person is viable for best for the lack of a better word for it or suitable rather yes that's perfect word Say for marriage, you need to cohabit, even if it's for two months, six months, please always cohabit. But the idea that you cohabit for a long period of time one year, two years, three years, four years, this man is not going to get married to you. And the reason is because he already has everything that he's looking for, he's supposed to look forward to in the marriage. And you are there thinking, which oh, person is going to commit to me. I'm sorry to you. If that person, if the man you're with is not somebody who generally is open to the idea of commitments? to him, that's your bus stop. So even when you try to make him see reasons why you guys should get married, he's never going to see it because you guys already have everything that there is to have except that it is not legal. I remember back in the day on Lean On Me, I don't know how many of you guys used to follow that program. It was on radio. There was this particular woman, I think it was 2007, she was living with this man, we usually call it abuja marriage to the point that they gave her to four children this man died, you know the family members came and said uh, beyond the facts that they said, oh he kidnaps their son they went ahead to say that she was the one that killed the man it was a big problem because they were from di- di- two different cultures and this woman had four children for the man so some families are actually devils, like very devilish they would not even care whether it was your son who instigated the entire thing. It would always come back to haunt you in the ass. So, yes, um, also ensure that the family you are marrying to, so, because I know that people cohabit for the sake of trying to see if they can get married at the end of the day. If the family is not so receptive, if the family don't know you, my sister, you are wasting your goddamn time cohabiting, especially for a long period of time. You should never do that. I am telling you from experience. Don't ever do that. You're going to become what we call um, an understanding babe or an understanding woman. And what this practically means is you are going to see firsthand what your partner is going through or whatever it is your partner is trying to make you see that they are going through. Meaning they, they, at the end of the day, they can easily tell you, oh, this and this is what is happening and they'll make their life so to make you see that, oh, this is what is going on. At the end of the day, when you look at the closer picture, you find out that um they have made you or conditioned you to become an understanding being. But outside of that, they are doing everything else they're supposed to do. But you are always supposed to be, oh, because we live together, I understand what this person is going through. So I can, you know, cover up for them in so and so aspects and so and so lapses. But in retrospect, they are doing everything else they're supposed to do except when it comes to you. So please. Cohabit because you need to know who this person is, who this person you're getting married to is. Again, people they are dated in the past, people you have even dated in the past that you didn't cohabit with. This your partner you are cohabiting with will tell you things that you didn't think was a big deal. Um, Which again takes me to individuality. Um, You will find find that um things that was okay with another person, it's no longer okay with this new person. It doesn't mean that you're being wicked or being mean which I feel like what I can make it seem sometimes that one person has to be to be the one always saying sorry because it now seems like it seems and they will never understand it it becomes confusing and the reason is because they have never been told that this thing they are doing is bad you know meaning it's not that their family members are bad or your friends are bad but because they have never seen that thing as a bad thing and never told this person when you tell them it's not going to look like oh wait. It may be that you're the bad person because how are you thinking that this thing I'm doing is bad or is wrong? So, cohabiting will make you guys fight a lot more because you're seeing your, yourselves um on a closer, at, a, at a closer level. Meaning things that you could have easily hidden when you leave that part, you can no longer hide those. Would I say that you should cohabit? Absolutely. But do not cohabit with a man more than one year. Why? And that's because you guys are already thinking in the right path. So if you're not thinking along the right path, I don't see the reason. Because when you do, women are always going to get one zero in every ramification. Financial uh, chores in everything. Because you're going to practically assume this person is your husband. And he's not. He's actually not. Which again takes me to what I said the other week about manipulation when you cohabit with the person, you find out that you end up compromising a lot more for this person and things you weren't doing initially, you would no longer see a it a, a as, oh, I'm being compelled to do this thing. I'm doing it because I love this person. Again, a person who loves you would never make you do things that you are not willing to do for the sake of, oh, you're cohabiting now or for the sake of, oh, you're not in a relationship now. So you should let go of something. Some things are minor, right? But there are things that are, like very concrete that like you can never let go. Do not let the idea of cohabiting is going to let you find out if your partner is a gaslighter. Um, if your partner is dirty, your partner wants you to be an understanding person, an understanding babe. Literally, w- what that means is you are always going to be understanding this person in good times, in bad times, and in ugly times. You're going to be the understanding babe, always taking everything. Oh, okay. Um, this is wrong with you. Don't worry, I will do it. This is don't worry I'll do it. So cohabiting makes you know all of these things again and again. I tell you, society doesn't really like us like that. So you have to take charge of the life and love with binoculars, literally. Don't go and fall in love and say, "Oh, because I love this person, um, I'm going to do all the house chores." Meanwhile, both of us are still working, or because I love you, i are going to be washing your clothes. Or because I love you, I'm going to be cleaning the house for you. That's stupidity. Because if that man is living on his own, he's going he's definitely going to feed himself, he's definitely going to wash his bathroom, he's definitely going to do his laundry, and he's going to pick up after himself. But the moment you start living with them and they dump everything on you, my sister, run for your dear life because nobody comes to life to come suffer at the end of the day. So, yeah, that's where I'm going to be ending the conversation for today, and I hope that. You did enjoy this one as well and you are subscribed and you're also going to share my content. Thank you so much and see you next week. Bye bye.